0: Are you a member of the DSO Connect community? Join us! We are a free group on Facebook for dance studio owners to connect, share ideas, inspire one another, and provide support. We help troubleshoot each other's problems and celebrate each other's successes. We have two Zoom calls every month, Coffee Chat Fridays and Wind Down Wednesdays, where we get to hang out together with fellow DSOs who really, truly get it. And y'all, I can honestly say that this community is the reason why my studio has survived COVID. Without the amazing support and inspired ideas of the incredible members of this group, I'm not sure I would have made it. So if you're looking for support, connection, and judgment-free advice, join us today. Just search for DSO Connect Community on Facebook and answer the questions to join. We can't wait to meet you. Hello and welcome to the DSO Connect podcast. I'm Casey. Thanks everybody for hanging in there with us. We took a break last week for spring break. Hope everyone is doing well Um, robin is out this week she had some things going on and couldn't make us couldn't make it to this recording but i am here with the lovely shayna raskin hi shayna hi thanks so much for having me thanks so much for being here welcome to the podcast is exciting. Well, Shayna reached out after she had listened to a couple of our episodes and she was interested in being on an episode. And so I want to encourage our listeners to do the same. We love talking to people all throughout the dance industry. So if you are a studio owner or a social media strategist or a dancer or a dance educator or anything in the dance industry, Um, we want to talk to you. So feel free to email us at DSOConnect6 at gmail.com and we will get you on the schedule for the podcast. So Shana has a very interesting story here. She is from Australia, has a lovely accent. We all love that Australian accent. Um, And started in the dance world a little bit later, right, Shana?
1: Yes, at the age of 20, I think I realized I wanted to make it. My career—I had no prior training at all. That's amazing. How did
0: that? How did that happen? I always think like, you know, if you start a dance class at age like twelve or something and figure out that you really love it, like that makes sense. But how, without any prior training at all, at age twenty, you were just like, yeah, I think I want to be a dancer.
1: Yeah, I—I was always told I was a good dancer and I had a really good energy. I never imagined that it could become a career because I didn't have that training. I came from a large family, mm-hmm. an, an Orthodox Jewish family, so that's not even a general part of the jobs that you go through after high school or college. So it was never, never something I thought about. Like I would get comments and I'd be like, okay, thank you. It's a fun hobby. Thank you. That's like something I really enjoy doing, but I never realised that um, that I could open my mind to something a bit bigger. And once I started traveling the world and I traveled in Africa and I realized like how much passion and soul and how much bigger dance is than what we just imagine, like you become a dancer, you perform and then that's it. Like it it really opened my mind and that I made a promise to myself, like no matter what, dance is going to be part of my future. So I didn't know how, I didn't know what. I knew I was late, but I knew I I was going to do something about it. That's amazing.
0: Oh, that's so cool. Let me read um, your bio here. So our listeners get a chance to know you a little bit better. Shayna is a dancer and traveler from Melbourne, Australia. Although she entered the dance world quite late in the industry at 20 years old, she realized that it was her passion and went to all lengths to make it a part of her life. Fast forward through failed auditions and struggling with industry standards, she was teaching and performing on stages around the world. With her background in marketing, she paved a unique path for herself, which gave her the freedom to design her own lifestyle. Now she teaches dancers how they can leverage their own social media so that they can transform their audience into students and live the life that they dream. That is so cool. (laughs) I love just like hearing about all different pathways through the dance world you know like there's just so many different ways to make dance a part of your life and it's just it's so like inspiring and awesome so congratulations first of all to you for making Thanks. this work
1: <laughs> That's yeah so cool. I, I feel like because social media is allowing people to tell their stories it it helps people with That struggle with mindset blocks that they can't do it because so many people like that I connect with they started late they didn't have the the networks they didn't have what everyone thinks you need to have to make it successful and social Mm -hmm. media people that platform to really express their story and allow people to connect with them on that level so Very cool.
0: So tell us about what happened next after at 20 years old, you decided you wanted to make dance a part of your life. You wanted to make it your career. What was the next step and how, what was your journey then?
1: The next step, I'm not sure if I jumped straight into auditions, but I had traveled in Africa for about nine months and each country I traveled to, I was exploring the dance cultures there. So I felt like I had some sort of experience. And when I came back, I realized like cultural dance and like freestyling was very different than um, what auditions were looking for. But I would rock up to auditions and was not dressed the part. Didn't understand the instructions when they were saying different names of moves. And everyone had like gelled hair, and I my curly hair is all frizzed out. Came so I definitely didn't look the path and the part. And I almost wanted to like run out in these situations. Like oh like this is not for me I can't do it I wanted to give up a lot um but the next step was just try trying and failing and starting to take classes and getting better at technique and understanding like the learning process is like there's the classroom style of learning and there's the travel style of learning which I was used to like meeting people and asking them how to do a move or going to the nightclub and following people and asking them to do what they're doing slowly and That was what i was used to doing and then i came into the classroom and learned a new style of learning like warm up choreography repeat 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 do it once and then leave like it's super different so i kind of took those two and balanced them went to more classes did a lot of collaborations worked with actually uh Uh, dance studio and came to them and said I can help you with your social media in exchange for unlimited classes so I kind of just went all out taking all the classes I could and helping with like photography social media Um, so I kind of jumped into the deep end and did whatever I could to learn as much as I could and give as much as my skill set as I could so that was kind of a a jump into the deep end when I came back to Australia. I love that. That takes so much
0: guts. Like, good for for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What kind of things were you auditioning for?
1: I don't even know. I just, like, would, like, Google, (laughs) I would Google, like, dance jobs and there were these auditions that would come up and I would just go to them. No idea, like, what the style was, what the thing was, what the agency was. I didn't care. I just showed up and tried and failed and tried again. And that's, again.
0: that's so awesome. I feel like that's, um, I mean, that's kind of part of a dancer's life is going to however many auditions and not getting it and not making it. But like you learn something from every single audition that you go to and don't get. Exactly. And I almost think that it's better to like go through the audition process so many times to learn something. Whereas like if you just get the job right away, you don't have that experience of the experience of going through the audition process and learning what you can from each of those, of those instances, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And for me, you also learn what you don't want. Like, Mm. like I want to be on stage. I want to be performing. I want to be a paid dancer, but I don't want to be doing this and this and this. So it kind of helps narrow down.
0: Oh, that's so, that's so interesting. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Um, So, Tell us more about your background in marketing and did you go to college for marketing
1: or what was that like? So in college, I I did a major in marketing. So it was Mm -hmm. business and marketing. And I loved like the whole creative side. Like I loved photography. I loved videography. I loved social media. A lot of people would always say like, I hate social media, it's overwhelming. But for me, it was like a creative outlet. And like, I would like, offer to help people and work on this I was doing like random jobs just to find like what my passion in the marketing world was because marketing is huge and I actually took a job like a desk marketing job helping a company and I realized like that's not my avenue in marketing like I was it was a constant journey of like trying things figuring it out learning along the way what marketing and what social media and what dance meant for me and that was a process of eight seven years like it's not something that just happens overnight a lot of people say like oh wow you know what you want to do you figured out your purpose you you're so clear on social media what you want to do I've tried so many things and failed or tried and learned and tried and continued and that's what I really encourage people to do like once you're taking action you're moving forward if you're stuck in in the research mode or in the consuming content mode you're kind of going to stay stagnant so don't be afraid to fail because your fail is going to take you to your next success so
0: yes and and we we tell that to our dance students all the time that you know it's good to mess up it's good to make mistakes because that's how you learn but we as as business people or as adults even we're just so terrified to make those mistakes and fail ourselves but it's it's like I wish that I could I mean, I don't really wish I could be a teenager again, but I kind of wish I could be a teenager again, just because it's such a safer mode to fail in versus like as a business owner or as an adult, failing might mean like wasting a bunch of money or hurting yourself or, yeah. you know, but you're so right that like, especially on social media where the stakes are kind of low, I mean, financially exactly. or physically speaking, like if you, if you make a post that doesn't get great engagement, oh, well, who cares? You've got some engagement. You know, and then yeah. you lo- then you've learned what doesn't work.
1: Yeah, so, exactly. Just yeah. keep trying. Keep keep putting yourself out there. I really, I really, um, am big on taking action rather than researching because you can be on YouTube for your whole life understanding social media and how to get ten thousand followers and how to have the best engagement hacks, and you can be stuck online googling for the rest of your life. But just go out there and. Take the action take the chances make the mistakes make the successes so yes absolutely
0: for me as a business owner that taking action was actually delegating it to someone else because i was stuck in that research mode i was stuck in that like okay well what's the perfect post to make or like oh this two millimeter space in this design isn't going to work here you know i was like stuck making sure trying to make sure that everything was perfect um, but once I delegated it to someone else and now hey, this is your job, it now it's actually getting done. And I look at some of the posts and I'm like, okay, this isn't how I would make this post, but it's do- the post is done. The post is getting engagement and it's producing the right message that I want that I want my social media platform to say. So it's better than not doing anything at all, which is exactly. where I was at before.
1: <laughs> yes, I, I, I see a lot of people that are stuck when it comes to delegating because they feel like really close to their messaging and they don't want someone else to take over. But that, if you are really honest with yourself and you know like that is somewhere that you get stuck, focus on your mode of genius. If your mode of genius is in educating or teaching or being physically communicating or all of those things then give your give that that time to someone that can actually do that for you and it doesn't have to be the way you would do it but concentrate on where you are shining and that's when magic will happen yeah I love that the mode of genius that's that's great we all Did have you it. come up
0: did you come up with that, or did you hear that somewhere?
1: No, I always talk with my boyfriend about like things I do in work, and I always like make sure to say like I know I didn't make anything up. <laughs> <laughs> nothing I say, nothing I say, I made up. Like we're in a in a in a world that we have access to so much information, and we can right. just follow the path of people that do it before us. Like I'm not trying to invent the wheel ever, ever. <laughs> like I'm trying to be inspired by and work through processes and systems that people have done before. So I I haven't made anything up. Maybe when <laughs> I dance, um, it's coming from a mode of um, total from my brain. But again, also when you dance, it's always inspired by some movement that's already been done. Oh before.
0: yeah, absolutely. There's like, there's no new
1: movement out there. <laughs> exactly, so.
0: <laughs> Everything's <laughs> been recycled and rehashed and all that. Yeah, yeah totally. Absolutely. Very cool. Um, so let's take a quick break right here and then we'll be back to talk more with Miss Shana. Perfect. The DSO Connect 2021 Retreat is right around the corner and registration is now open. We are heading to Cape Coral, Florida July 23rd through 25th and we also have a virtual only option. Spend a weekend with other like-minded, creative, goal-oriented studio owners. The weekend includes two days chocked full of amazing seminars by the DSO Connect team, including yours truly, and one day of implementation sessions where we sit down together and get stuff done. So by the time you leave, you've already got things checked off your list. You'll leave feeling rejuvenated and have an actionable plan to build your studio into a thriving business so you can live your best life. This is an intimate weekend where we all stay in the same fabulous waterfront estate together, so space is extremely limited. Included in your stay is all the amazing content, the implementation day, swag bag, seminar workbook, food and drink for the weekend including adult beverages, your lodging at the estate, and the priceless connections that you'll make with all the other studio owners. Plus, you'll get a one-on-one follow-up coaching call with one of the DSO Connect team after the retreat to help you stay on track. For more information and to reserve your spot, head on over to dancestudioownerconnect.com and click on the Retreat 2021 tab. Don't wait too long because space is seriously limited and these spots will go fast. So again, DanceStudioOwnerConnect.com and click on the Retreat 2021 tab. We can't wait to spend the weekend with you. All right. We are back with Shayna Raskin um, talking about social media in the dance industry. So Shayna, what are some things that you are seeing in the dance industry as far as social media that are like dopes that you would not advise your clients to do?
1: Wasting time. And I'm a (laughs) culprit. I'm a culprit. We fall into consuming content before we create. And I, again, didn't make this up, but one of my mentors, a podcast that I listen to often, Jenna Kutcher, she, yeah. she focuses on cons- um, create before you consume. So whenever like you find yourself scrolling on Instagram or scrolling on Facebook, try to use that time and like, okay, this time I'm going to create, I'm going to make something and then I'll consume. Like we get stuck into like, what's everyone doing? What are the trends? What's, what's happening? What can I do? you're 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 a dancer you're a creative or you're a business owner in the dance industry you have endless amounts of ideas like I'm I can't doubt the fact that you have a brain buzzing of ideas like that's not where your that's not where your struggles are so take out your ideas first thing before you open your phone and watch other people's ideas I'm not saying you can't be inspired but that's a big um struggle I see when people get stuck onto like the fears and the mindset and the wasting time when you can just use all your ideas and start with that. And then you can consume. So I like, I like that cycle, especially for creatives to like really tap into their own ideas and then head on to the Instagram.
0: Yes. That makes a lot of sense. And like, and how much time do we waste in our lives? Just doom scrolling through social media constantly. Yeah.
1: Especially when you, you, when it's your business and, Part of your business is to post and engage, you can be like, oh no, I'm working right now. So that's a that's a big one that I focus on with my clients is how to help them save time when they're on social media so they don't fall into that trap or fall into that rut, which happens. And if you're posting on social media, if you're just on social media for entertainment or for friends or for family and it's your time off go crazy but if you're as a business and you really want to optimize and leverage your time online I would definitely recommend to like be strategic with your time how you scroll how you comment how you post all of those things add a little bit of strategy to it and that's going to save you however many hours in the week and month that you can really use to create or do other things that your creativity can come out
0: very cool. So tell me about your clientele and what kind of clients do you work with and like what your dream client would be.
1: So the type of clients I work with are dance freelancers or people that want to create a they're ready freelancing so they have dance classes online or dance classes in person and they want to change up their revenue stream. They want to start making money online. They want to start um making passive income streams or understanding how to use social media to leverage their opportunities, such as collaborations, connecting with musicians or artists, um, using their authentic voice online and really standing out for who they are rather than another number on the gram. Like, so yeah, usually a dance freelancer or a dance business owner that wants to take their account to the next level and, That charging their worth.
0: Do you work with a lot of dance studio owners or is it mostly freelance artists?
1: I have a few dance studio owners but mostly dance freelancers Mm -hmm. so the social media strategies are similar but Mm -hmm. also different so it's very unique to the person I work with and um, dance studio owners their, their strategy and their Revenue streams and all those things are going to be very different than a dance freelancer that um, works for themselves, so it looks right, different certainly. and that's why when you look at other people's accounts, it's hard to it's you can start comparing and like oh they're doing this that so I should do this like your strategy is very unique to you, your business goals, your values, your time your like a lot of things so stop looking at what other people are doing and really focus on what you are actually on. The platform for and use those objectives when you post rather than she's doing this they're doing that so Mm -hmm. you have to start doing this and then you get overwhelmed with what everyone's doing which is right a hard place to create from
0: it's a hard place to create from and it's really easy to do also like I you know I like and and share and and follow so many different dance like freelance dance artists and dance educators and other studios and you know, I do that to, to support them and to help them with their engagement and to reach their goals. But it's also overwhelming and can definitely, um, you know, uh, grow that little, that little seed of imposter syndrome that's inside everybody's heads. And when you're looking at so many different people's social Social media all the time, it makes you feel like, well, what if I'm not doing the right things? Or what if they're doing the right things and I'm not? And yes. But really, it's, you know, you're totally right in that it's so individual to each business and to each dancer and to each creator that you have to be true to your own values and your own goals. So tell me about how your process works, especially in the scenario of working with a studio owner. So, what does that process look like? How do you? Do you have like a little consultation meeting to begin? How do you get to know your clients? What does that look like?
1: So yeah, with everyone, we always have a consultation call to see if we're a good fit, if we're on the right page, if your struggles align with the services I can provide. Um, and then once we start, we really focus like, it's a very holistic process. It's not just like, where your account in 10 days or grow and then get more money. Like we definitely focus on, Um, money mindset and setting up a very strong foundation in terms of strategy but before that even happens I really focus on what is the why like what is happening before everything happens so that no matter if the business falls to pieces no matter if the the money is not coming in no matter if someone cancels last minute it's at the end of the day <clears throat> your why, like the reason why you're doing it is bigger than all of that. So when you can connect to like what that why is and then bring that why into your social media goals, it really keeps you like like laser focused rather than distracted, like what's everyone doing? And it helps you stay on that, on the road instead of finding different avenues and getting lost and getting sacked behind.
0: Yeah, and getting bogged down in like what doesn't really need to be put out there
1: yeah so that i feel like especially because i work mostly with creatives or or dancers are creatives but there's no limit when it comes to ideas and creativity and like that's not a struggle like that is definitely not your struggle you have so much creativity have so much talent you have so much passion like that i don't that i don't need to be helping you with it's about how to like really like tunnel vision down on what that is and how to how to make it profitable so we really start with the, the foundation then narrow that down into like yeah. what your superpower is and move from there into the strategy monetization growth all of that very cool
0: and for what about for those rare creatives that don't have a whole lot of ideas are you able yeah. to generate those those post ideas and, and yeah. such as well
1: so I I believe everyone has the ideas but when it comes to the structure of how to post it or how to present it in a way that's reaching your goals or provide like giving you the results that you want that I understand and can relate to that is a big struggle so I do have a digital product it's in the works and it's coming out soon it's basically uh 300 posts or ideas that really take your account to the next level. And all you need to do is drag and drop, like, this is what I want. Like, this is the results I want. I want to grow. And then you just take that in. So it's kind of like gives you the entire system for you. You're going to do the creative stuff behind it, but it gives you the, the roadmap to, like, get there. So it kind of helps. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah.
0: When do you expect that to be available?
1: So that will be available within the next month, so it's still in beta. So I'm working one-on-one with clients. So to keep it really um, specific to an audience and I wanna test it and get um, feedback before it goes out to the public. So right now it's in beta. um, So within, yeah, April is the month it's coming out. That's very exciting. And what is it called? So drag and drop. So that is like literally drag and drop and I'm also creating a template so for people that struggle when it comes to how their feed looks, so mm-hmm. vi- video templates that basically all you need to do is drag your video inside and it will have like a border, a question, transitions, videos. Um, oh, great. Yeah, whether you're posting a quote or whether you're posting a question or whether you're um, a flyer for your timetable it uses a video a lot because video is key on social media especially with dancers so it helps to incorporate video without too much editing like all you need to do is put your video inside and post it
0: oh that's fantastic i know that here at DSL Connect we love a good template Yes,
1: (laughs) Yes, <laughs> templates really help systemize and help you save time, so yes, That's absolutely. Cool.
0: We're all about making templates for our clients too.
1: I love that very
0: cool um, so what um tell us about one or give us an example of something a one post or one project that you've worked on with a specific client that has really been successful
1: um I can think of two so one of them i started working with like end of last year she didn't have direction with social media she knew she wanted to start teaching but she didn't she wanted to grow her audience first um and she wasn't really giving social media like a, a proper energy or the proper mindset and so once even after one session about like the power of growth and growth strategies and um a lot of mindset and reels training she grew from 3000 to I think she's almost on 15000 followers in a couple months like 4 months so i i always don't like to focus on numbers cuz it's not about numbers cuz if at the end of the day you're talking about profitability that's a that's a new that's a different project we're working on about how to turn those followers into students so having followers is great and then the next step of how to like what to do with those followers or if they're the right followers even so I don't like to focus on the metrics but I do like to understand that it's sometimes a little block or a little mindset shift or a little thing that needs to just be positioned in the right way for you to be able to create in a way that allows people to be attracted to you or, or gives those people opportunity to connect with you on a unique way rather than just another dance or just another studio owner really um, help you with your niche and with your unique value that you're offering. So that's one of those. No, that's, yeah.
0: that's very impressive. I mean, you said going from a 3000 to 15.
1: Yeah. And that was mostly with that's a, Reels. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Very reels, cool.
1: Reels has kicked off and it's a great time to like jump on that bandwagon before it becomes mm. mainstream. So if you're listening out there, and you haven't created your first reel, do it today. Like, don't be, <laughs> no matter the fear, no matter how perfect it is, no matter anything, it's basically like a story, but you're posting it to your reels page, so you can do it.
0: Very good. Yeah, I know my, um, my in-house social media person is all about the reels right now, and I'm like, yeah. great, I have no idea what you're talking about, but go for it. <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Do it. Very cool. Um, Well, what are some other tips that you have for um, saving time with social media? I know you mentioned that that's something that you're very passionate about.
1: Yes, I'm very passionate about saving time. And like the number one thing is to have a strategy in in place. And Mm -hmm. people get stuck when it comes to the word strategy, because it sounds like a whole business plan. And you have to like, figure out and like google strategy this that like at the end of the day strategy strategy means giving what you're doing an objective so if you want to have a social media strategy you can start with your bio for example what is the objective of your bio you want people to understand who you are and what you do so whenever I work a lot with people that are overwhelmed with the amount of information there is online. So whatever it is, simplify it. If having a strategy is too overwhelming, just simplify your social media to having an objective, which means what is the point of me posting? So before you post, what is the point of this post? Is it to gain more followers? Is it to educate? Is it to connect with my followers? Is it to convert, to invite them to a workshop or a class? Like understand the objective and post in a way that can really give results to that objective if that helps simplify yeah, yeah
0: no i think so and and would you say it's important that your posts like say throughout a single week if you're posting every day maybe each day of the week has a different objective
1: um i don't like i don't believe in posting every day and i don't believe in like ah. system. i i believe like you have to make that experience really unique to you so okay. if it If it's with your values, if you don't have that time, like three times a week is just as great as five times. If the content is directed to your audience, is it very specific? Is it objective? Like, do you have an objective? Even if you post once a week and people know every Monday you're posting something so valuable like Mm -hmm. an IGTV or something, consistency is more important than posting every day. So if you post twice a week, every week is more powerful than posting every single day again, that that's different because if you're trying to grow really fast, posting every day is great. But gotcha. if you're trying to have a steady growth and do what's capable for you so you don't burn out, don't worry about how many days of the week you're posting, but rather than showing up that your audience can see your patterns. Like every Monday, she posts this and this and this. they They know that you have a series or a segment that you keep coming back to. So they know you for something particular rather than, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and you're just floating around on the ground. So for some people, five days a week is amazing. They have that time and invest that time. Great. You'll grow faster. But for most people, you don't want to reach burnout and you want to be realistic to how much time you'll have. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that that makes a
0: lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Well, any last um, thoughts or ideas or suggestions that you want to throw out there?
1: Hmm. Um, Yes, I want to throw out there <laughs> that the dance industry is not your competition like i mm. I see that so much, and when I work with clients, like we really work on finding your signature, like people know you for you, no one's gonna come to you, you're not taking someone else's success is not taking away from your ability to succeed. So if you're in the ballet industry in another ballet dance dancer is getting a lot of views and likes like just because she's getting that doesn't mean you don't have enough students there's like more than enough people on the internet there's more than enough people that want your services and they want you for you they don't want you for your competition so your someone else succeeding is not you failing and your competition mm-hmm. is just inside of your head so
0: I like that I like that that's so important
1: for us to remember <laughs> yeah a hard one because physically like if you have two studios on the same street you feel like they'll be taking away each other's students but now with the world a lot more online and a lot more open people aren't taking away your success like you're you focusing on you is going to bring that circle of, of success around you and yeah. someone else's success is amazing and you promoting them and helping them out even brings you higher doesn't them succeeding doesn't affect you so i love
0: that i love that That's so important for us to remember.
1: And what a great note to end
0: on. (laughs) Well, Shaina, where can people go to learn more about you and your services?
1: Sure. So my Instagram is my name, Shaina Raskin. So that's S-H-E-I-N-A-R-A-S-K-I-N. And as well as YouTube that has longer form content, which helps dancers or the dance industry with social media marketing. Um, And we also have a Facebook group called the Dance Entrepreneur Club. And that's a great way to connect with other dancers, um, to support each other, to have collaborations, to get more insight. And I do often lives there to help with trainings and connect.
0: Very cool. Well, before we go, we want to share a heart happy moment. So Shana, what's something that's made your heart happy in the last week or so?
1: Um, So I... I'm a digital nomad, so I'm based in Mexico, but I convinced my two brothers to join me for the Jewish holiday Passover. Oh, yeah! So that was really fun, and yesterday we went jet skiing, so <gasps> that was fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yes. Oh, that sounds wonderful.
0: I'm very happy. Wonderful. That sounds like a very good ha- heart-happy moment. Yes. Um, let's see, I went to the beach for the first time in, like, two and a half years this past um, weekend and I just
1: wow.
0: had such a great time sitting on the beach and reading my book and yes. it was just lovely and we took our dogs with us and they had not seen the beach before wow. so that, that was so exciting too for them to be on the beach for the first time
1: I'm so happy for them
0: know <laughs> right <laughs> they loved it all right, Shana. Well, thank you so much again for joining us today. This has been such a treat, such a pleasure. And um, I will definitely be following you for more great tips over on Instagram and YouTube. Oh, and, uh, and everybody check out her Facebook group, The Dance Entrepreneur Club. Are there any questions that you need to answer to get in there? Uh, three three questions. Okay. So make sure you answer the three questions to join the Dance Entrepreneur Club with Shayna Raskin. All right, Shayna, thank you so much. And listeners, we will be back next week with another episode of the DSO Connect podcast. Have a great week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.